Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you in both your life and financial vineyard. We hope it takes you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that have helped craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palates that should be celebrated and not judged. Joining me once again today is Becky Ethan, one of our wonderful financial planners and we are talking about fun things like auto insurance Ugh, poke my eyes out right becky <laughs> <laughs> auto insurance is definitely something a lot of people avoid it, it and it's really actually very very important when we say poke my eyes out it's something that i think a lot of people realize okay i have to have it or whatever but they don't necessarily understand the parts of it And they don't necessarily understand the liability importance of it. So maybe let's get into this conversation by breaking it down just a little bit. What are the primary components of auto insurance? Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the most important pieces is the liability aspect of it. Um, So you have your liability and then you've got other components such as like underinsured or uninsured motorist. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's back up. Do okay. people actually understand what liability insurance is? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, liability insurance is if you were at fault, then there's a certain uh, limit on your policy, depending on what you select. And your insurance company will cover you if someone tries suing you up to the point of your uh, coverage limit. Which is really important because if somebody sues you, they're not just coming after your assets, they can also come after your income. And different states have different levels of you know what they'll come after and how much they'll come after and what they can come after and what assets they can come after. So we always encourage people to check with their state, you know, requirements or their local uh, insurance agent. But I think this is where like some states like Florida, the liability limit is only $11,000. Like that's the minimum. And even in the state of New York, it's only like 50. Like that's what you have to have for the state of New York. We generally recommend a bit more than that. Because <laughs> if you think about getting sued, 50000 doesn't go very far in a settlement situation. So Liability is pretty important. And then you started to talk about underinsured and uninsured. Um, Maybe talk a little bit about that too. Yeah. So it's possible that, you know, you might be in an accident with multiple cars and someone isn't 
they don't have enough insurance to cover the damage that was actually done. So then at that point, your policy may kick in and help make you whole. Um, it's also very common, like you mentioned in Florida, the liability limit is so low that, you know, that underinsured may help you out if you're in an accident, say in a place like Florida. Mm -hmm. So if you're traveling, so you're from New York and you're traveling down in Florida and you get in a car accident and they're either underinsured because they only have $11,000 or they're uninsured, which happens a lot in Florida. Uh, it's There's different rules down there on who actually has to carry insurance. So uh, your policy in that situation would kick in and cover the variance to protect you. Those are some key liability issues. They are, it's often the area that people don't really dive into. They tend to focus on things like collision and comprehensive. What are the difference with, when people are looking at their policy, like what would the difference be between collision and comprehensive? Yeah. So, um, collision covers you if you, um, hit another object or a vehicle. So it could be something like hitting a mailbox or another car, and it covers you regardless of fault. Um, now, comprehensive, or some people refer to it as comp, pays for repairs or replacement due to damage other than by collision. So um, comp may be something like um, a tree branch falls on your car. Mm-hmm. Or I know around here in Western New York last year, some people had flood damage mm -hmm. to their cars and their comp comprehensive insurance actually helped cover some of the damage due to the flood. What about like a deer? Because that's pretty common. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is very common. Not and, that <laughs> yeah. And so something like that comp would help you out with. And, and sometimes we'll hear people say, well, you know, the vehicle isn't worth enough, so I'm going to drop my collision coverage, right? So if something happens to the car, let's say that they did hit something and they've dropped their uh, collision coverage, that means that the insurance company wouldn't pay, right? Right. So, I mean, that's a risk you're taking because in the grand scheme of things, insurance is something that you hope you never have to use. And but... <laughs> but if you don't have it, then something happens and you wish you had it. And collision is something that's very common that we yeah. see that with. I hear a lot of people ask that question, like my vehicle is only worth $4,000. Should I continue carrying collision? Well, they'll usually say comprehensive and collision. And um, often insurance companies will only let you drop collision. They won't let you drop necessarily comprehensive. Probably depends on the the insurance company itself, but I, you know, that's something that I hear uh, I, a lot of people ask. And I think you have to, you have to look at the dollar costing of that, right? So is it, is it costing you 50 bucks a month? Well, it might be worth, or 50 bucks a year. I mean, it's probably worth continuing to carry it if that's what the coverage cost is. I know for, for Brent and I, just as an example, our, um, our collision coverage really isn't that much in the grand scheme of things compared to all the other areas of coverage in really the liability side is where the, the cost really comes into play more so than anything else. Right. And well, it's worth mentioning that if you have any kind of loan on your vehicle, mm. your lender will require you to keep the collision income. 
Um, because if something happened to you, they want to make sure that um, they're going to get their money. Yep. That's, that's good point. I know um, you can play with the, dedu- like if you're trying to get the cost down for some reason, you can play with the deductible a little bit. We would just want to make sure that if you raise your deductible, that you have enough in your emergency funds that if you had an incident, you'd actually be able to come up with a deductible. Just again, as an example, like <clears throat> Brett and I have a thousand dollar deductible on our collision side. Uh, our comprehensive side is actually lower than that, but our collision side has a thousand dollar deductible. We feel that we could absorb a thousand dollars if there was a situation, you know, requiring us to to have to pay for repairs or something like that. So, I think if you you really if you really want to reduce your premiums in some way, shape, or form, don't eliminate it. Just increase the deductible potentially. Yeah, and like you said, the bank may require it, so it might not be an option. What are some of the, I want to say extras that some policies might cover? Um, so extras may be um, like roadside assistance. Like, yeah, roadside yeah. assistance, towing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you rent a car, you want to check, just make sure that your coverage should continue with you. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a big thing. I want to pause on that for a second because when Brent and I have been traveling this year, this is like our makeup year. We're we're traveling all over the place. Some of it's for business, some of it's for personal, a couple of years worth of trips that have been postponed down the road. Um, We have rented a car. Like when we were out in Oregon, we rented a car and we called our agent to say, you know, if something should happen, when we're renting this, does our policy cover it? And in our situation, the answer to that question was yes. Uh, But it doesn't always. And it's the liability side that really can get you going. And there's also sometimes with the credit cards that you use some additional coverage that you can have. But I would call those credit card companies to make sure that that's applicable too. So those could be some of the the extras. And and maybe you might have been actually talking about like if your car is damaged in some way, shape or form, including a rental car while you're waiting for repairs. Yeah. Both of your points are very valid though. And great to think about. And ask those questions, right? Ask what, what coverage, get to know your coverage so that if you do have to use it, you're not stressing out about it at the time. Right. That's a great piece of advice because if you have to use your coverage, chances are it was an accident or something mm-hmm. that's emotional mm-hmm. and that you're already going to be frazzled about. Mm-hmm. What What are some of the tips that you would give to people when they're looking for auto insurance? And and I should I should mention that Becky is um, Becky is our a bit of our guru when it comes to stuff like that. If she doesn't know, she knows who to call. <laughs> she grew up. Uh, in you know a household where her grandfather and her father actually run a uh, auto home protection like insurance company so she she's the one that we go to when we don't know the answer to something so we're thrilled to have her and her family resources at our fingertips <laughs> So going back to the question I asked Becky, what are some of the things that people should be looking for when they're seeking out policies or I think even more importantly, agents? Yeah. So definitely shop around. Um, 
it's not a bad thing to ask for quotes from multiple different places. Um, and then do a side-by-side -side comparison of all the quotes. Look at the coverage limits, what the deductibles are, and the premium difference. And then take it a step further and do your research on the companies that come back. So, you know, if you have six different policies that you're looking at, dig into each of the companies, make sure that they're reputable. And also contact the agent themselves. Make sure that they're responsive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if they're responsive and helping get you the quote, chances are they're going to be there to walk you through a claim. If you, you know, hopefully you don't have to claim on your insurance. But if you do, you want someone who's going to pick up the phone and in some cases even come out to your house and, um, you know, take pictures of the damage or... You know, you want that concierge type service. Well, you know, I think that brings up a good point because a lot of people will go with like online services and you know, I'm never a fan of that. We've, we've had that discussion before because if I, and I have had to use auto insurance in the past because of deer, like that's my only reason fortunately, so far that I've ever had to use my auto insurance, picking up the phone to our agent and saying, okay, what do I need to do? In fact, actually last year, that's what I just said isn't true. Last year, Brent was in a parking lot down in Florida and one of those big red blood buses came in and actually clipped the back of our vehicle. And we called our agent and they said, well, if we put it through as a claim on your end, then, you know, you're going to have to pay the deductible. What you really need to do is file the claim on their insurance. Having that advice saved us a thousand dollars. That was huge to us. And, you know, in a situation like that, if we didn't have an agent, I'm not sure if they would have told us that. Yeah. I mean, little pieces of information like that are very beneficial. So when you're looking for an agent, like you said, make sure that they respond to you. Now, you know, you may call and get their voicemail or get somebody to, that has to take a message and that because they might be with another client, but make sure that they call you back within a reasonable period of time, especially if it's an emergency, you want to make sure you get that kind of feedback. There's also rating agencies for the actual insurance companies. AM Best, I think, is one of them that's out there that's that will rate not, you know, will rate the uh, insurance company itself. So let's say it's an Erie or a Travelers or a Geico or any of those kinds of companies. It'll rate it based on some of that stuff. So you can also do your own research that way. And I think doesn't consumer products or something like that rate them as well? Trying I'm to not think real familiar on um, all those different companies, but I know there are a lot of options out there. Any tips or suggestions that you would give to people if they're thinking about their auto insurance? Yeah. Um, make sure that your coverage limits cover your assets. So, you know, as you progress through your working career and your net worth grows and your income grows, make sure that your, um, especially your liability coverage keeps up with your income and net worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't be afraid to requote every couple of years. Um, you know, different different companies change their rates, and you know it's okay to ask your agent or do your own research. Ask them to run quotes. And worst case, you stay with 
your current provider, but you may find a savings or better coverage if you switch companies every couple mm-hmm. of years. And sometimes the existing insurance company that you're with has updated plans. So asking those questions, you may stay with the current uh, company, but they've like, let's say your credit score is improved or something like that. You know, they may give you a better rate because of that, or maybe they offer um, an add-on that at the time, you know, that you originally had the policy written, they didn't have. So I, it can be beneficial, not just from a cost perspective on, you know, what your premium is, but also a coverage perspective sometimes. I know that's happened with us where we've been with a company, the same company for many, many years, but every once in a while I'll reach out to our agent and they'll, they'll take a look at what we have and, uh, you know, suggest that, well, we could stay with this company, but did you know that they now have this and, you know, here's the cost benefit to it. So I think that that's, that can be beneficial too. And one other thing that I think is important to bring up is if you have children and your children are getting close to that age of driver ability, uh, or if they are driving, check to see if they're eligible for like good student discounts, or uh, maybe they're just a part-time driver, like college or something like that. You, you might be eligible for discounts there. Um, you can get discounts through, uh, I think AARP offers a discount uh, or a like a class that you can take or something like that, that will give you a discount, like a 10% discount on your auto insurance a lot of different times, safe driver type class or something. So look for those options that would provide you with those kinds of discounts as well. Yeah, that's great. We love discounts. Um, Some other discounts that you may be able to get are bundling like your home and auto. So um, if it you'd want to run the numbers because sometimes bundling doesn't always save you. Um, but you could try bundling to get another discount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the other thing, and Kate and I are probably going to cover this a little bit in our discussion coming up, but I think when it comes to your auto insurance, also know where your homeowner's insurance might kick in, which sounds odd. Like, why would my homeowner's insurance cover my auto? But there are times where homeowner's insurance actually is the coverage for the auto damage, right? Yep, exactly. And know those things, like ask your agent those things. (laughs) Uh, Any other tips or suggestions or ideas, Becky, that you would give to the listeners? Um, I think another thing would be to look at the premium difference of paying, you know, monthly versus annual or every six months. Um, some companies, if you pay monthly, they tack on a small extra charge. Um, and some companies have a six-month policy period and others have a one-year. So make sure you're aware of the dates and the premium differences. That's a great tip. Yeah. Thank you so much for suggesting that. That's something I think a lot of people, I, I hadn't even thought of that one, although I know about it. It just wasn't one that was on the top of my mind. Well, we will also, in the show notes for this episode, we will also provide a checklist for you to to walk down through on what issues you should consider when reviewing your property and casualty insurance policies. And of course, if you have any questions or concerns about your policies, we encourage you to reach out to your agent so that they can ask those questions. If you have other questions that you'd like um you know, us to answer. We'd be happy to do that in our asking for a friend article. So just send us a note, ask 
rpg at rootedpg.com uh, or info at rootedpg.com. Either of those will get you to our um, to one of our financial advisors to uh, answer questions in the future on our blog. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Wine and Dime with Amy Irvine and Becky Eason. And we we hope that you'll tune in for future episodes. Please feel free to like us, share us, rate us, comment on us. We want to know what you want to hear. And of course, the more that you do that, the more your friends will find us. Thanks, everyone. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dime. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. Don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.